everybody. It is episode 60 of Hot Take from the Kitchen, and we are in Steve's backyard tonight on Labor Day. So it's a nice little setup you got going. We got a fire in front of us. It's kind of romantic. It is. We haven't had a bro date in a while. So. Well, that's true, and I really wanted to pod with you today. So I know we have a couple people coming down the pipe, but it was kind of like, well, do we, don't we? And I really wanted to. And but I have stuff as you can tell I need to get done here, so I'm yeah. I'm multitasking is what I'm doing. So nothing wrong with that. No, we have probably could have done a better job of managing my time this weekend a little bit, but eh, it was all for fun. So. I mean, Saturday was kind of a full day, and then Sunday, I mean, I certainly don't feel like I wasted time yesterday. No. I mean, we hung out and you know we got some, and then by the time we got home and got up early this morning, and I've been steady go all day. So I mean, I guess it is what it is. So. Yeah, I I was done about one o'clock. You, you, did you get your lawn mode? Yeah. Good. I was up around seven. Made my chili, cleaned the house, and I was gonna go for a bike ride, but my back tire doesn't want to hold any air. Ooh. So I got down to the brake wall and turned back. Like all right, because I was going down there, and every time I would turn a corner or something, I would slide. So it's not good. Yeah. So then I got down to the tunnel of trees and got off and. My back tire was flat so i pumped it up and was like all right i'm good to go and after a while it just wasn't holding air so might have to take it to tommy but, all right once again it's episode 60 of labor day weekend so big episode dude we are 40 away from 100 episodes that's like a i mean and i mean i don't know about for us but for a lot of podcasts it's a big landmark and i sort of feel like it's a yeah. decent one. I thought us hitting 50 was kind of cool. Yeah. And then, uh... I think episode 30 was our... Our goal for yeah. the first part. And it's just gone from there. And, I mean, you don't know this, but we got Corey Standing coming in from Standing Acres Farm. He cornered me at the Farmer's Market Saturday. We have your friend and friend of the pod. Amy. Amy. And, uh, we got the Empowered Learners, too, this month. So, like, I mean... If we don't pod next week, which might happen, but the rest of the week, I mean, I think we're going to pod next week, but how it will happen is it won't be on Monday night. It's probably what's oh, going to happen. And, I mean, but we kind of filled the month already. So, like, September's yeah. kind of filled, and um, I forgot somebody. I have it in my phone, but we're using my phone to record uh, for October, too. So, like, we're rounding out the season and kind of, I mean, for as haphazard as early sum, late spring, early summer was, We've really been kind of steady go here lately, so. It's picked up the last part of the year here, so that's good. I think it was a whole bunch of things. I think I think the newness of our pod wore off for a lot of people, and I don't think people were as excited to be on it. And then, I mean, I know you can appreciate this. We're not going to beg anyone to come on this no. thing. So um, if people want to not come on or cancel or whatever happens, then I, I'm just going to let that happen and just move on or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I guess we'll do trivia real quick. Yeah, let's do trivia. And the last question we had was, the cannon that is on display on the lawn of City Hall was taken off of what sunken battleship? And that was a USS Maine. Which she did. Yes. All right, and this week's question is, what is the name of the trail that runs from Alpena to Sheboygan? Starts it just past 
Northern Lights Arena. And goes all the way to Sheboygan. It's pretty impressive. So let's talk about the trail, right? Mm. The trail, in my opinion, is probably one of the underappreciated things in our community. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I've had a couple of people say it's a little boring, and I can understand why you say that. Because, but I mean, Alpena is relatively flat. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. I think we've talked a little bit about this, but four or five years ago, you and I ran a, a relay race together that went up a very similar trail. Yeah. I don't want to say the name because pretty much the name of that it's going to give away the name of what yeah. this is. So, um, but we ran from Gaylord with a group of people all the way up to Mackinac. And I know they're working on extending this all the way down to Tawas. Yeah, that would, be, that would be cool. And that's part of the Peter Patelia Park is getting that area groomed through there and having it run. I mean, it's, that's cool. Yeah. So. And I'm guessing our trail connects with the one from Gaylord. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. It's awesome. It's a nice trail. I mean, I run it. Almost every Saturday during the summer. Yeah. And then you ran a half marathon on it yeah, last, uh, year. last year. So I had one this past Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it should be a fairly easy one, but I still think a lot of people don't know about the trail. It's amazing how when I talk to people, they're like, I didn't even know that. Well, what are you talking about? It's amazing to me how people still don't know about it. I think it probably gets more use in the winter for the snowmobiles. Yeah. And I'll. I don't know if people really know that they're on this trail. Right. I think that's a very fair point. So, all right. All right. I guess we'll get into the hot takes. You got a hot take? If not, I'll fire them at you. I've got one. Okay. You give me the one, and I'm going to fire a whole bunch at you at the same time. I'm big on the couple I sent you. All right. Mine is Founders Brewery was sold to a company in Spain that's yes. going to have a majority ownership of Founders Brewery now. Yes, I heard that they had a minor stake in it that was purchased by China, like a minor stake was purchased by China, and then the, but the major stake was still held by the United States. And, and from what I read, it was this company in Spain bought a 30% ownership in 2014. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Going to take 90% ownership and then two founding people will have a 5% stake in it. That's nuts, right? It is. How do you feel about it? It's kind of sad that they're selling it out of Michigan, but you know, this, when you get big, it's going to happen. So, it's like, I was reading through the comments on the Facebook post from 9 and 10 News, and they, people are like, yeah, this is one guy was like, this is just capitalism at its finest, you know, you just well, build a company up and then sell it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the American way, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I know we have some friends here that, uh, their parents, um, they opened a store and the kind of, their whole gig is if they could grow, if they could grow it, they're going to sell it. That's just what they're going to do, so, yeah. um, I think there's some good and bad to it, you know, I, but it is what it is, so. I'm not going to hate them for it and I probably drink still drink their beers yeah I mean, it would have been nice to keep it in Michigan or at least in the United States but it is what it is I think it's tough when someone makes you an offer right oh yeah you know and I mean um, I'm sure it wasn't a cheap offer either no I mean that's a lot of zeros probably at the end of that check that was given to them and 
you know, they still have a little minor ship, you know, you know, stake in it, but really what they're doing is they've, they've set themselves up for the rest of their lives, oh, yeah. so, and their families and everything. I mean, you can't hate on someone for that, so. Yeah. Um, so you went and saw the movie I wanted to see. How was it? It was good. I liked it a lot. It was a different kind of movie from Quentin Tarantino. It wasn't broken into segments or anything. Well, sort of. It was was mainly just about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's characters. And then they had the side plot of the Manson murders. And -hmm. and brought them into the other towards the end. And it was... I wouldn't be surprised if it won some Oscars. Or at least Brad Pitt and Leo are nominated for some acting Oscars. Yeah. Um, based on a true story. Uh, yeah, the Manson yeah. murders are. Yeah. But, yeah. And then um, they've kind of done this thing where they overlay a little bit of truth and a little bit of fiction and yeah. then um, follows like 36 hours, is it? Three days, 72 hours. Uh, it's about... Well, the first part was over a couple of days, but then they skipped ahead six months. Oh, okay. For the end, but yeah, it was. I liked it. it got a little crazy at the end. But, but I mean, it's a crazy time. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a crazy time, but what happened was kind of crazy. It was out of the ordinary. Yeah. It was. It was an extreme thing, but I don't want to ruin it for people, but. Fair enough. I'm just looking at the tree in my front lawn. I see that the leaves are changing on it. They are. It kind of pisses me off a little bit. But I mean, I think we've talked about this. Uh, I, I don't mind fall. So like, I actually really like fall. But nonetheless, seeing those the reds show up in my maple tree doesn't make me too happy right now. I did develop more of a man crush on Brad Pitt after watching the movie last night. Dude, Brad Pitt's like legit, isn't he? He wasn't the best character. It was hard to like him after you found out what he had done. Okay. Yeah. Still, I mean, just the actor. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite Brad Pitt role? Do you want to make this our top five? No. Okay. I thought maybe top Will Ferrell movies. Okay, we can do top Will Ferrell movies. Brad Pitt role. He probably... Glorious Bastards. That is really good. I'm going to tell you, I don't know, I think my favorite role, and it's probably kind of lame, is probably Rusty from Ocean's 11, 12, and 13. Well, a good one. Yeah, I mean, and what I mean is like the Glorious Bastards 7, there's a lot of other, you know, yeah. Joe Black, there's a lot of epic things he's done. But man, I don't know, there's just something about Clooney and Brad Pitt that are just, they're so freaking cool in that movie. Yeah, the writing probably helped with that. Yeah. Just having two, I'm going to say, they're gorgeous guys. Yeah. Two good-looking guys in in suits. Yeah. Yeah. They're just playing through their characters. Yeah, so, um, yeah, super legit. Alrighty. um, You should go see the movie when it's still here. I'm going to try really hard. How did you think about Michigan over the weekend? Uh, we didn't watch it. Yeah, we didn't watch the game. But what I heard on the way out to Rockport, it wasn't didn't start off well. But 
it's the first game of the year. You can't really judge a whole lot off of it. I I agree. I'm my whole problem is I'm burnt out on Michigan, and what I mean by that is. It's, I'm tired of getting all excited at the beginning of the year only to be kind of let down. I'm ready for them to just put up or shut up. And until they, like, put up, I'm just not going to, like, just get excited about it. Or as excited at least as I was because, you know, when Harbaugh came back, and I'm I'm not certainly say, I'm not saying we should get rid of Harbaugh, but I ain't stretching the imagination. Oh. But, you know, you, you do, we, there's just so many Michigan fans that just like to bang their chests that act like they're – really better than and of course we live in Michigan so it's really hard not to you know but really I mean he's just been average now has he done better than the previous thing yes 100 percent and I'll give him credit but I mean for the longest time that that's that program was judged by Big Ten championships and even you know considered national titles and really they flirt with it, but then when it really gets down to it, it doesn't happen. So, well, it's Ohio State's been good. Yeah, so it's it's hard to get over that hump sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's probably time for him to win that game. It's time for him to put a season together. That's what, that's what it is. They haven't been bad seasons. He's won ten games each year he's been yeah. here. Mlive's got Harbaugh losing to Army and Michigan State. But beating Ohio State. Well, and Mike can predict this all day. I know. I think Army's going to give them fits this weekend. Well, I'm sure they are. It's an option team. Yeah. They and you always know how, give yeah. Michigan fits with the option. Yeah. So. yeah. I, me and Amy, my coworker, who's going to be on in a couple of weeks, were messaging back and forth at work, and she wanted to know if I was excited for the for Michigan the season coming up. So you know. I'm really not that excited. I'm keeping my expectations low. And I'm more excited for basketball season to get here. See, and that's how I, I'm glad that you said that because I feel the same way. Like, and I don't know what it is. Maybe I don't, but I'm right where you are with it. And I'm not, that's not the same. I'm not a Michigan football fan. If I had to watch a game, I mean, that's the one I'm going to watch over the I'll, weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm always going to watch the games. But we, we had, well, we had a really good friend that's a really big fan, and he shows, I, I mean, uh, it was a no-brain decision for me to go out to Rockport and eat pizza versus watch Michigan play against Middleton. And there would have been a part of me many moons ago that, and actually not that long ago, that I probably would have given up the North, chance at the Northern Lights just to watch Michigan. But I'm just kind of done with them, and I'm ready for them to really, you know, I want to be excited about it. But it's like you hear more about the football program than the basketball program, right? Yeah. And we both know, yeah. But we both know which one is a lot more successful. Now, admittedly, there's a transition going on, one that we're happy to be excited about. But yeah, my thing is, it's not the football team putting all the pressure on themselves. It's us fans and the media putting all this pressure on them. Mm -hmm. Once again, they're 18, 19, and 20 year old kids out there just playing a game they want to play. Hundred percent. And I think it's also worth noting that, you know, Harbaugh's been pretty quiet this summer. And uh, anything that comes out is usually by crazy fans. And it's like, I think maybe you and I are just doing what he's doing. You know, we're just tempting our expectations and just kind of saying, hey, you know, and um, I don't know. It's just weird. But how good did Michigan State's defense look? Holy cow. Okay, Michigan State's got a really, really, I mean, they're one of the best defenses they've had, and they've had some great defenses, but their offense is deplorable. 
like it. You know. That's kind of how they've been running the past couple yeah. of years. They need to go get a, a transfer, like a QB transfer, some fifth-year senior. Yeah. And that's what they need. So I don't know who it is, but man alive, that could. So. I didn't really watch much college football this weekend. I watched more soccer than I did football. <laughs> what does that say? Well, soccer was on in the mornings. I just, I kind of am right where with you, and I haven't watched any preseason football. I've checked in on a couple times, but um, the one game I saw Matt Stafford even play, and you know, like, when you see stuff like that, then you just know what's going on, and I guess if if they're not going to invest themselves in it, then I'm not going to invest myself in it, like, yeah. type of thing, you know, like, so. I ain't even all the games around. So. Yeah. Um, how do you think of the Lions they'll do this year? Well, my pick was go to the Super Bowl, and not looking good. You never know. Because they've lost three people in the last game. Yeah. We're going to be big players, but who knows. Yeah. So, alrighty. And uh, we'll See, take a break. We'll start Thursday with Packers and Bears. And I'm actually excited for this game. Yes. Because Packers head coach, go Cards. <laughs> That's true. So, um, we'll take a break. We'll come back and then I'm going to talk. I want to talk to you about a couple things. Get your thoughts. I'm going to make you uncomfortable because one of them I know we typically don't talk about. It's a little politicky. So, but I think it's worth talking about and just having a conversation, you and me. And then um, we'll just go from there. All right. All right. It's been hard getting a chance to work out when everything closes so early, and I don't get done working until late at night. Where can I even go to stay in shape? Zen 24-Hour Fitness Center is the place you seek. Whoa, where's that at? It's located at US 23 South in Alpena, across from Kiff Miller's Produce and the Lutz Plaza. Wow, thanks, God. Anytime, bro. Zen 24-Hour Fitness Center. For more information, find us on Facebook or call 884-4397. Zen, find peace in your busy life and get a workout when you want it. So something sad happened to me today, and I wanted to share it with you. Um, our friends Jeff and Paige are in um, South Carolina, yes. and they're in the, on the way of the hurricane that's headed them. Looks like they're going to be all right, but um, I texted Jeff today, and I said, uh, kind of crazy about the shooting, huh? And he agreed. And then I was talking about um, Texas. And he was talking about Philadelphia. Hmm. And we both talked about how sad that is, that we're in this world now where there's mass shootings are happening so much that, like, you can have the conversation of, like, mixing them up, like, yeah. not even knowing which. I didn't even know there was one in Philadelphia. Thank you. Do you want to say anything on the pod? Paige is your best friend. Mm, that's good. Paige and Stone. Which one you got to choose? Choose one. Paige. <laughs> Ooh. Stone's not going to like listening to this. Stone don't know. Okay. Stone don't know. So, 
the interesting thing about the Philadelphia one was supposedly that um, it was a African American person, and that's why it didn't get as much coverage as the uh, the Texas one. And there was some trending of racism because like they're essentially saying you know all these shootings happened in the ghetto like Chicago, L.A., uh, Philadelphia, Baltimore. And it doesn't get any coverage by anybody in the press, but, um, you know. Yeah. And they're saying that, you know, like, the, the lives that are lost in Philadelphia matter just as much as, oh, yeah. you know. And it's it was just an interesting um, take on it. And I thought, first of all, uh, we were talking about how this person that shot up in Midland, Texas, um, he wasn't supposed to have a gun. Like, he failed the background check, and he was still able to look at his hand on an AK-47. They're still working on how he got that, but I just find the whole thing fascinating to me. It's, it's crazy. It's... We need some kind of laws. I don't know what they are, what they're going to be, but we just need to start talking about it more instead of fighting over it and saying, oh, this isn't going to happen or we need to do this. I think I 100% agree with you. What I find interesting is, is this is a situation where like essentially they made it illegal for him to have and he st it still failed. Like he was still able to yeah. get his hand on one. So it's like I don't know. It's, the whole thing is just is an icky mess and uh, I just thought it was at least worth bringing up to you. I really... My belief is it starts with the type of guns. There's nothing wrong with having a pistol. But when you have a 30 mag capacity gun that's semi-automatic, I just find there's something wrong with it. Like, what is the need for it, yes. per, per se? Like, yeah. I'm, People I'm, say, oh, I need it for hunting. Well, if you need a gun like that for hunting, you need to learn to shoot better. <laughs> If you have a gun like that and you're just out there hunting, you're going to ruin your meat if you shoot all that. Yeah, you're 100% right. We truly learned from the last episode. Yes. So, um, so there, there, I said that. Let's talk about something a little more uh, upbeat. How did you feel about kind of seeing the Northern Lights? It was exciting. I mean, I saw them before out at your old house in Posen. Mm -hmm. That was kind of cool because it was a clear night and you could actually see the green and all that so I was happy with that and it was nice to see the pictures too because you, know, you could actually see the green and all that right so it was nice I just didn't like people ask me well if the camera could pick it up why couldn't you see it because like, the camera can see different things than we can yeah. well I mean it's interesting to me how that whole thing went and like I kind of um, got called out a little bit on the opinion page for that and I went rushing in there to defend the whole thing because like the god honest truth is the camera just can pick up some things the human eye can't that is just unfortunate I didn't know people were bad now yeah. well they just like one person thought it was fake and then another, since I didn't know they were talking about it this happened yesterday um and we were at Knobby's when this is all going on. But, well, I don't care. I wasn't going to be playing around yeah. on Facebook. I was 
having a good time with you. Yeah. So like, I don't give a crap. But the one I got up this morning and I kind of checked in on it, they were like, well, the one guy hasn't said anything. The guy that took him hasn't said anything yet. And I was like, well. <laughs> I got a life, sir. Well, I mean, like, I'm, you know, and then, I mean, I don't. I'm not a keyboard warrior all the time. Yeah, like, I mean, I get it. So it is frustrating, I think, when people, a lot of people, I mean, you and I went out there. There were a lot of people out there, and I think a lot of people drove away disa disappointed. And um, I think what you want to see in the picture doesn't happen very often. It does if you, like, in that rare instance with you, or if you drive another two and a half hours, five hours north up to the, the tip of the, um, you know, Copper Harbor area. I mean, it was just one band of clouds that was blocking them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, I just thought that was worth uh, talking about. And then also, in that same breath, how did you feel about Cannabis? Cannabis is bonkers yesterday. So, what did you think? I liked it, but there's going to be a crazy amount of people that are going out there now. Yeah. Um, so those of you who don't know, um, it was about, what, three years ago? The son bought the business from the dad. The dad didn't know whether he wanted yeah. to keep it going. And the son decided he's going to go all in. And, of course, uh, we love people that go all in here. So um, this dude, first of all, decided he was going to make cider. Great move. And they had a little small tasting room, which was really cool. I mean, they started selling off the side of their building Yeah. to begin with. I mean, they were selling hot dogs and stuff like that with the cider. And then we drove out there this year, and we heard that they have... You know, last year when we went, they put in, like, they revamped their mill area, I guess, yeah. where I don't know what, it, where you get the donuts. And those of you who went last year know what I'm talking about. They have, like, little Cedar Point lines you go through now, and um, and you need them because there's so many people. Oh, yeah. But we heard that they were going to build a tasting room with a pizza oven, and they weren't kidding. No, they weren't. That's a nice, nice little place they have there. Last year when I went for the run, it was just a covered building. I mean, they didn't have any walls. It was just the roof and then pillars. But I didn't know they were doing it, making it into a tasting room. So it was nice to see. I was excited for Roger City. Like, I mean, Roger City's had a tough go. And um, between 23 North, which is a really good restaurant. You, have you been there, right? No. Oh, you should. It's awesome. And then... Um, that person bought that and then has just decided again, see, kind of the same thing. And we're going to go all in on it. They're, they cut away all that brush that you can see the water now. You have that. You can even get down to the beach. And um, just a really, you know, they, they've put money into it and I think they're being rewarded for that. And not that cannabis needed any help. Because Lord knows there's enough people that went there before. But holy cow. It's, a nice, it's nice that they. I don't know if they bought the, the land across the street from mm -hmm. but it's good that they have that parking now otherwise they'd be parking all the way out to yeah the roads each way yeah it's 68 okay. so if you so we're going to tell you you definitely have to go we're going to go again oh yeah it won't be our last visit there I mean, it's still early in the year but. yeah this is by far the earliest i've ever gone oh yeah i've never gone in this on opening weekend and it was amazing like a hundred percent i'm excited i can't wait for the leaves to change and uh so i hope people go and have a good time and yeah and they revamped the kitty area and all that too it was nice had a good time
I gotta believe that they have to make hay, you know, like they have two months where they can hit it really, really hard and uh, just, it's crazy to me. I'm excited for them nonetheless, so. And their pizza's really good too. Yeah. We had the Red Dragon. Yes. Allison got a gluten-free pizza. It wasn't our favorite gluten-free pizza we've ever had, but um, the Red Dragon was really good. So just to let me know that the pizzas are good. It's just sometimes. The Sriracha may have been a little much for the pizza. Yeah. The Red Dragon, but it was still good. Yeah. Take that off and it's probably be one of the better pizzas I've had. Anything else you want to talk about? simple man. Uh, what do you have planned for the month of September? Uh, well, Saturday is Zachary's first football game. So Saturday, I'll, before that happens, I'll go down to Harrisville and order windows for my house. And I won't have those put in until next year. It's the big thing I got going on. Are you going to put in a different window in the living room or the kitchen or both? Uh, I wanted a bay window in the living room, but that is way too freaking expensive. They are pricey. Yeah. So I'm just, I think I'm just getting two sliders. Mm -hmm. So it'll be a picture window and then two sliders on the side. And I think I'll do that in the kitchen too. That'll so, change your whole house. Yeah. We both know that though. So. The living room and the kitchen don't really have any airflow. So. Yeah. So Paige will be happy when it'll probably still be too humid for her. Oh, well, but Zachary's first game is Saturday. And I ensured that we're going to have a nice couple warm days here because I took the air conditioner out of the house this weekend. It's supposed to be cold this week. Yeah. Well, the part of the problem was is, you know, when you put an air conditioner in, you're essentially leaving a window open. So when it gets cold and we had a couple of cold nights, you know, it was still 65, 64 degrees in our house. And now I love that, but Allison was freezing her tush jaw off. So um, I just essentially just took it out and, you know, now we could close the windows and hang on to the little heat we have left. Yeah. And then next Saturday, the 14th, I might run Tunnels and Towers. I haven't decided yet. We'll see how my knee feels. I'm going to take a little bit of time off from running. And then the Austin Brothers anniversary party and the Wine Festival downtown are the same day. Skeeter and Jojo might be coming up tonight. That is by far one of my favorite things that happens the entire year. And I got subcontracted out. Agreed. Those people need to get their planning right. Well, that does make you wonder a little bit about them. Like, do they not appreciate what that time is? But, um, yeah, so I'm bartending and wedding that night. And um, well, I hope they're not pod listeners. But... Well... I don't. I don't think. I think maybe one or two of them are. But really, what matters is that the group, that group I've had interactions with before, and they've really taken care of me to make it worth my time to come on out there. So we're gonna do it. And Allison's got a conference um, at the end of the month. So every little bit of money that I can give her to go down to Detroit and have a good time with. And then of course I'm coming, going to Nashville the next month. So, and you're going to DC soon. Yes. So the 21st is the sunrise tap takeover. I think we're both pouring at 336 that day. I, no, I am not. I canceled. So what happened with that is I got picked to bartend from this group 
again for the next weekend for another gig. So I don't know what to, what's going to go on, but yeah. Allison's going to be pouring, you're going to be pouring, and then I was going to hang out. I don't know how long this thing goes, but um, yeah, it's like, a, and this one's even more crazy, and I don't want to talk about it too much. Not that we have a lot of people that listen anyways, but um, yeah, couldn't resist the opportunity. Got us a chance to make a little cashola, so I'm going to do it. I know he's shaking. Think it's worth it. <laughs> he's shaking his head. I like it. Alrighty. And then well, a week after that is vacation in DC. So that's my September. It's legit. And that is that the twenty eighth you're on, right? Yeah, I'll be going twenty fourth, which is a Tuesday to the twenty ninth. So I'll miss the Thunder Bay Theater Q. Q color. That's the week Allison's gone. So um yeah, she, that's her. She's got her marketing conference in Detroit. She'll be downtown at the Ren and living her best life. And uh, I'll be here. Raking leaves, probably. <laughs> but that Saturday is a cornhole tournament, and I'm trying to debate whether I'm going to do that or not. I mean, I know I'm working, so. Probably get roped into bartending somewhere. I mean, if they wanted to pay me. I just have a price. If you hit the price, I'm going to do it. I won't turn down that money, so. All right, well, we'll take a break. We'll talk about one other thing I want to talk with you with, and then we'll come back and I'll do a Will Floyd Top 5. All right, Brad. We're headed toward our last section. I thought what I would do is I meant to, I had a poor planning. What I wanted to do with this was actually um, create a Facebook poll. But um, what all, who all would you like to see us interview over the, the following to close out the year? Like, I mean, what would you like to see us do? I think it'd be interesting and I'll share some of my thoughts I I know we, we talked uh, Chuck Sherwin one time um, he, he's, he's talked about maybe being interested or not but um, it never worked out um, he'd be somebody from the hospital I think would be interesting to sit down and have a chat with yeah. um, I, I thought about maybe having the mayor back on again I enjoyed mayor yeah I thought that was a very interesting... Um, the guy from Habitat for Humanity want to come in? Habitat for Humanity. Probably. He gave us his card. Because we were at Art Maloft one time and he was... Is that Ted Fines? It might have been. Yeah. I know Ted. He's a good dude. So, um, he'd be an interesting person to maybe sit down with. But, um... about it. Is there a guest you'd like to have back on that we had before? Well, all our guests. I thought about having Mary Beth back on. She'd be a good one. I enjoyed Mary Beth. Christy Johnson. Yep. Jack Groshek. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds good. We could maybe have a, a run of those girls again. Yeah. 
be a good time. Do another women. Yeah. One. Awesome. Well, I was just wondering to get your thoughts and uh, just see if there was anyone that you wanted or, you know, anything you'd like to see us do on the pod here and, um, you know, all that fun stuff. Well, my dream guest would be Tom Gushan. Yeah, we can just reach out to Tom. I'd like to have Tom on. Well, who can you do that? Other than that, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I've left all the guests for you. But... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Dr. V would come on if we wanted to have the superintendent come on. And that's something we could. Tom Berryman would definitely come on. Um, so he's the Wildcat principal. I mean, that would be a fun one to have on. Um, Guess we could have Romeo come on. Yeah, I mean, we could get a couple we teachers. Talk and talk fishing. Yep. Um, it wouldn't be bad having Golki on, too. Paul's like the best fisherman I know. Fishes for bass, right? Yeah. That's flying over it. That's all. You see the trail of whatever, yeah. some jet. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Anyway. I know you guys can't see what we're looking up at, yeah. but Brad and I are looking at some jet streaking across the sky. We're leaving a nice evaporation trail or whatever that they do, whatever that is that's jets leave behind. Jet wash. Jet wash. Yeah, because Romeo. Fishes walleye, so two different conversations, I guess. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I just wanted to get your final thoughts on it, and well, the listeners have any ideas? Well, yeah. Questions? I mean, I would like that. I think um, I like to have Scott Bays on individually, and then the Austin brothers on individually. I think there would be some value to that too, yeah. as well. So, all right. Well, that's it. Do you want to jump into top five? Yeah. Okay. Do. My top five Will Ferrell movies. Top five Will Ferrell movies. Well, my first three are easy. So then it just comes down to trying to pick out a whole bunch of honorable mentions. So I am going to tell you my fifth favorite Will Ferrell. And I don't even know if it's a movie, but I'm going to go with it. And then you're just going to have to live with it. You ready? It's the best of Saturday Night Live Will Ferrell Volume 1. Not bad. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. I don't know whether it's... Yeah, obviously, it's got the Blue Oyster Cult. It's got him doing his Harry Carey impression, his Trebek impression, and, of course, my favorite is the dog commercial. So... And his double with Garth Brooks is yep. pretty epic. Yep. So... All right. Uh, my number five is The Deadly Adoption. That was the Lifetime movie he did with Kristen Wiig. Okay. So, <laughs> I still think people tried to take him way too seriously with that, but it was all for fun. It was, it was satire. Yes. He was making fun. He was poking fun at Lifetime, and kudos for Lifetime for being. Yes. Like open enough to say, hey, you know what? We know what we do, and we're we're gonna allow ourselves to be poked fun at. So and they were all about it. Yeah. Thank you, Lifetime, for letting that happen. Yeah. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions? I do. I do. First one is. Well, first honorable mention is Zoolander. Mm-hmm. 
That movie was just hilarious. I'll give you the honorable mention of mine. We'll trade off. Right. Kicking and Screaming. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes. <laughs> that was a great movie. Uh, Talladega Nights. I'm going to be honest with you. Talladega Nights is my, is my number four movie. So. All right. Uh, then the Election. Okay, yeah. And then uh, for me, it's Blades of Glory. Another one I could have added on here, and this one is probably in your top three. But old school. Yes, old school is in my top three. So I wanted to put it in my top five. These other ones I just like so much. You know the problem with it, old school is, and I think we could talk about it more when we get there. But it, old school is just as much a Vince Vaughn movie than it is oh, yeah. a Will Ferrell movie. So like. You could really make the, Will Ferrell really to plays a part, but not that big of a part of that movie. So he's got the funniest moments. But yes. But, All right. Yeah. So my number four was Talladega Nights. All right. I enjoyed that movie. Ricky Bobby and making fun of NASCAR. So yes, a hundred percent. And my favorite thing about it is that I still use gifs. Or GIFs. I just learned that it's GIF, actually. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, like the peanut butter. Yep. Um, that GIF, I still use it every day, like, from that movie. Like, yeah. I send so the, many. yeah, I send the, I piss excellence. I send the, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. You know. I mean, we just say that all out all the time. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. So, anyway, you get it. Yeah. You're number four. My number four is Strangers in Fiction. Nice. He plays an IRS agent who hears a voice in his head. And he thinks he's going crazy, but it actually helps him out in life. So, it's a really good movie, too. Um, we already talked about my number three, but I'll give you another honorable mention, which he didn't star in, which would be Jane and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Yes. Because he's a federal wildlife marshal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you're, and you're laughing already. So that lets you know how good it is. Bozo Holden movie. <laughs> yeah, so old school. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. Uh, Frank the Tank, the Red Dragon. You're my boy, Blue. Yes, we used the Red Dragon yesterday. Yeah. Nobody knew it. Spanish. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a... The trash tree. Yep. There's a lot. And then, of course, Kansas. So, I mean, all of them, it's endless. Yes. Going streaking. All right, my number three is Step Brothers. Step Brothers is my number two. People are saying it's probably the best comedy since Anchorman. Which is my number one. That's my number two. I like it. So let's talk about Step Brothers first. All right. So Step Brothers is amazing. It is nonstop laughing. It's pure genius. <laughs> The way that you know they they thought it out and they really made that movie. Oh, God. they went all out. They yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're kind of saying that was the end of that run. That movie was kind of the, the last of it. Yeah, I could see that. So, uh, and I'm talking from the rewatchables when I say that when I reference that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, super good. Um, Step Brothers is amazing. Yes. And every time it's on TV, I gotta watch it. Yeah, and that's a, no that, matter where it's at. Yeah, 
and I think, and I think another one of those things, which is what we're talking about with Anger Man, is some of those deleted scenes are just as amazing, if not. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they're amazing. Yeah. They're unbelievable. So, yeah. Your number two? My number two is Anchorman. Which is my number one. Um, wow. It's probably the greatest comedy ever made. I'll say it. I mean, it's probably Will Ferrell's greatest movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Lisa's most famous. You know, he's done done the best with that movie compared to everything else. So, um, yeah. I 100% love it. And, and great movie. So you're number one. My number one is The Good Guys. Oh, yeah. I just absolutely love that movie. It's, I think it was more for Marky Mark, but Will Ferrell's still awesome in it. It's, yeah. Plays this dorky guy who's married to Eva Mendez. And just, <laughs> it just goes everywhere. Have you seen the Seth Rogen where it's like she's out of my lead type of movie? No. I kind of want to see it. I haven't seen it yet, and uh, I saw that. It's got Charlie's Theres on in it. Yeah. I saw previews for it, but never went and saw it. I have I feel like good comedies are dying. Yeah, they are. I really think it's times we live in. Right, and I think people are scared to, like, yeah. cross a certain line and then just... Have you have you watched Chappelle's new comedy? Yes, I have. What did you think? I went on a binge last week and watched all three of them on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot of the same stuff, but I liked it. I mean, his, I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, his newest one's amazing. Yeah. He, I mean, I made Allison sit down and watch it with me, and she didn't really find it so very funny. And I was kind of uncomfortable laughing at some of the stuff, but... I had to laugh anyway. It's Bill Simmons, I've listened to Bill Simmons' podcast and they brought it up and he's like, you know, he's just there to make people laugh. And if you don't like it, too bad. And comedy isn't supposed to be comfortable. Right. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially great comedy. Yes. Great comedy will make you uncomfortable. And I mean, I think... A lot of people don't. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, you know, some of those guys, they were really good at talking about things that were kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, they're hilarious. But um, Eddie Murphy's supposed to be got a Netflix comedy special coming out. We should talk about it really quick, and then this is a great way to wrap it up. Eddie Murphy's coming back to Saturday Night Live. Yes, he is. So how are you going to live through December? you got about five movies and Eddie Murphy. Are you just going to your head going to explode or what? Well, that weekend it might. It's got Star Wars the day before, and then Eddie Murphy, and a couple days later it's Christmas. So it's, it's huge. It's a big time. Yes. So. What other movies are coming on December? There's a what, there was a couple other ones that were good, and I saw. Holy cow! I'd have to go back to the the last movie I last time I went to the theater was The Lion King. Saw the Lion King and they had a whole bunch of trailers in there, so yeah. I didn't really pay attention to the trailers last night. Yeah, there's a new Kingsman movie coming out. Have you seen the uh, the Joker trailer yet? Yes. What do you think? I think it's going to be DC's best movie. It's, it's going to be because amazing. they're actually 
doing something R-rated as dark enough for DC. Right. I think that's what their problem is. I won't fight you on that at all. You're right. DC is dark and grimy, and you know I think, you know. I know it's they want the blockbuster to make all this money, but I think the Joker is going to be the movie that it'll be the best DC movie because it's R-rated. And they're not looking to make money on this movie. And I think they have another distinct advantage in this movie. And that is, no one knows, really, the Joker backstory. So they're able to, there's no expectation here. Yeah. So, I was like, man, I don't understand what's going on when you watched it. And I was like, oh no, you won't, like him turning into the Joker will be the last thing you probably see. Yeah. And then that's how it ends. And then you're like, because everyone knows once he's at the Joker, he goes around and kills stuff and pisses off Batman and then that blah, 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 blah. That's well documented. What's not documented is how he actually becomes that. So, I think it's going to be a little different than some of the original origin Joker stories I've seen. So I don't think he's going to fall into the vat of acid. Yeah, like the killing joke. I think he's joke. just going to go crazy. Yeah, I mean, a touch of the killing joke. Yeah. So, alrighty. Well, I'm glad we could sit down and do this. Yeah, it was nice. I, I know typically I would love for you to prove me wrong I'm not trying to, yes I am I'm going for it so um, typically you, just you and me pods aren't very popular but um, with that being said I, I just felt like it was time for you just you and I to sit down and just have a, a Stephen Brad pod so yeah it was nice yeah so um, like I said we have Mary and Julie coming on mm-hmm. and Power Learners um, we have um, Corey Stanton from Stanton Farms and uh, we'll talk about a little about Farmer's Market and the pork. And I had some of his bacon today. And then um, we also have Amy Martin. Yes. We'll talk about her 5K. And we should start plugging that now. So if you're not doing anything, September 28th. Yes, there's a 5K at the fairgrounds. Uh, it's a color run. Yes. And, uh, in fact, they talked about this run at the Al Ferris run I was at this weekend. So. So. I didn't go to Al Ferris this year. You were missed. Was I? I was talked about. Well, I just missed you. I, went, I thought, you know, I remember when we talked earlier and we already touched up base on this. Yeah. I thought you were going to help out. So at one point I went looking for you and I couldn't find you. And then I was like, oh, well, Joe whatever. never got a hold of you. Yeah, so. And I even asked Don to ask him. But I never yeah. heard from Don. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't know if we'll have one by next Monday or not but we'll sometime middle of the week we'll probably have one so right. it just might be a late release then so that's fine yeah alright well Brad thanks for coming over and sitting by our the not so more romantic fire anymore thanks for the beer hey, yeah no problem buddy good. and uh it is really good isn't it so um Brad's drinking that strawberry IPA out of from Austin Brothers it is super good um I took it out with me for the Northern Lights, and I had one there, and I gave one to Rick, and Justin took the other one. So, we literally went to all my favorite people. It's like the best four-pack ever, so. I was actually going to buy a Saturday, but I bought the milkshake style from Rochester. You can't go, that's an amazing beer. So, um, yeah, awesome. All right, bud. Well, thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you.